whatever we like we like to i'm gonna silly. call you guys and be like all right i'm going to bed can you read to me it's bedtime <laughs> it's time we play popcorn reading at night <laughs> oh <laughs> okay okay get all the giggles out <laughs> Take it away. <clears throat> Welcome back to Waburb. We are your hosts. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jen. And I'm Liz. And we are Wicked Awesome Bitches Reading Books. This is our first episode of our seventh book series, Women Talking by Miriam Taves, where we will dive into the background of the author and learn about the inspiration for this book. Disclaimer, before we get started, the views in this podcast are just our own. You may disagree with us, and that's totally cool. We also think consuming a story in any medium is awesome. Physical book, ebook, audiobook, have your best friend read you at bedtime. Whatever you want, it all counts. Trigger warnings before we get into it, rape and sexual assault. Liz, why don't you take us away uh, and tell us about the author? All right, so this is from The Guardian. Marion Taves was born in 1964 and grew up in a small Mennonite town called Steinbeck in the Prairie Providence of Manitoba, Canada. She left the Mennonite community when she was 18 and she traveled to Montreal, London, and a few other places before settling in Winnipeg. She has a bachelor's degree in film studies from the University of Manitoba and a bachelor's degree in journalism from her University of King's College, Halifax. Her husband is a screenwriter, and she has two children, both of whom are writers themselves. She wrote her first novel called Summer of My Amazing Luck in 1996, and she has published nine novels and has written as a freelance journalist and published in several magazines. In 1999, she won a National Magazine Award gold medal for humor. So something interesting about Steinbeck. During March 2013, the city gained national attention when several community members, such as the Southland Community Church and Steinbeck Christian High School, expressed opposition to a provincial bill, 18, an anti-bullying bill that would require the accommodation of gay straight alliance groups in schools, including faith-based private schools. On September 13, 2013, Bill 18 passed without amendments. Partially in response to this issue, the city's first Steinbeck Pride Parade was held in 2016, while... Initially, expecting 200 people, approximately 3,000 people attended the event. Also, Canada legalized cannabis in 2018, but Steinbeck voted against allowing licenses for retail sales of it in the town. Womp womp. Aw. Well, they were, they were a little late to catch on with the, uh, you know, LGBTQIA+. And maybe they'll catch up with weed soon. I mean... I think America needs to catch up with weed, too. Maybe. It's true. Canada, adopt us. <laughs> <laughs> so a little about the story. Um, we found this in Wikipedia. Women Talking, which was a book that came out in 2018, is Tave's eighth novel. She describes her novel as an imagined response to real events. The gas-facilitated rapes that took place on the Manitoba colony, a remote and isolated Mennonite community in Bolivia. She was living in Toronto in 2011 when a trial revealed the horrific extent of these crimes. Between 2005 and 2009, 
more than 130 women had been repeatedly anesthetized with a sedative spray meant for animals and raped in their homes at the ultra-conservative Bolivian Manitoba colony. The women would wake bloodied and aching, but when they spoke up, they were told that perhaps the devil had attacked, or maybe nothing had happened, and these tales were merely an invention of wild female imagination. I felt an obligation, a need to write about these women, says Taves, who, like the Mennonites in Bolivia, is descended from the Malotskna colony in what is now Ukraine. I'm related to them. I could easily have been one of them. Taves' novel centers on the secret meetings of eight Mennonite women who, on behalf of the other women in the colony, must decide how to react to these traumatic events. They have only 48 hours before the colony men, who are away to post bail for the rapists, return. In an article from NPR, Taves opens her novel after the rapes have been discovered. Peters, the colony's monstrous bishop, has had the rapists arrested to protect them from the women's rage, then issued an ultimatum. When the perpetrators return, the women of Malatskna will be given the opportunity to forgive these men, thus guaranteeing everybody's place in heaven. Otherwise, the women will have to leave the colony for the outside world. Oh, I got chills while you were reading that. I know. I can already sense my rage while reading this book. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> wow. Another interesting um, article that we found from The Guardian, as Taves was starting to develop the novel, her sister Marjorie killed herself on the railway tracks in Steinbeck, where her father, Melvin, had done the same thing 12 years earlier. The Bolivia story was set aside as Taves answered an urgent need to write All My Punny Sorrows, a tragic comic story of one sister's life and death told by one left behind. Wow, I think I'm going to want to read that too. Uh, an article in the New York Times described this novel as the Mennonite Me Too story. Uh, and Margaret Atwood tweeted, don't miss this one. Could be right out of The Handmaiden's Tale. Nice. Uh, this novel was a finalist for the Governor's General Award and the Trillium Book Award and was long listed for the International Dublin Literary Award. In 2022, the novel was adapted into a film for the same name, Women Talking, written and directed by Sarah Poli and starring Rooney Mara, Claire Foy, and Frances McDormand. Uh, we did discover that there are a few editions of this book. It was first published in Canada in 2018. It was then published in the United States in 2019. Liz and I both have the paperback version that has 216 pages. Jen is waiting for her book to come in from Thrift Books, and we're not entirely sure which version that will be. However, there is a paperback version with the movie tie-in that is 240 pages that was published in 2020 by Bloomsbury Publishing. We're kind of hoping Jen gets that uh, movie tie-in just so we can see what the difference is between the two editions. Right. But yeah, that'd like, be cool. That's yeah. like 30... There are 24 extra pages like right and what what's in those pages i have to know right? jen's gonna have to read to us when we go to bed yes oh my god <laughs> that is yeah i'm gonna be like calling us up we're gonna be on a zoom chat bedtime i'm i'm excited for that mm -hmm. if you get that book of course we'll see we'll see once it comes in from thrift books all right let's hope that this book is just better 
more attention grabbing and interesting and not as confusing as the last one. Yeah. I think it will be. <laughs> yeah. I have I have some pretty I think uh, I, books that are based and Liz I think you said this last time books that are based on real stories such as this one really hold your attention more especially mm -hmm. I think with the subject matter of this book yeah well I think I think this book could have we could experience it in a personal sense in some instances maybe the, mm. like the me too movement in the united states was really big and it just really showed like how prevalent sexual assault is among people in the united states and so it could be there could be parts of it that feel kind of personal yeah the For statistics sure. are definitely nerve-wracking but those are only the statistics of people who have actually come forward i know yeah imagine what they would be if everyone did yeah it some people can't some people are afraid some people and then you have these you know marginalized communities such as mennonite where you really don't know anything until a story like this comes out right mm -hmm. man so yeah i'm feeling like somber about it already i am too i am too like i'm gonna want to punch some mennonite men in the face mm -hmm. <laughs> One of the the New York Times reviews, um, just reading from the back, says scorching, a wry, freewheeling novel of ideas that touches on the nature of evil, questions of free will, collective responsibility, cultural determination, and above all else, forgiveness. Mm. I don't know that I could forgive any of them, but I haven't read the book yet. Well, I forgiveness mean, this is more for you than it is for them. Uh, not... You're right. Mm -hmm. I guys, that that book, man, I'm telling you, me trying Aww. to be Zen has really. I might have to get that book, Liz. It's interesting. Liz is referring to what's that book called you're reading? Meditations. Med it's just meditations. Yeah. Hold on. I'll actually tell you exactly what it is. I don't know why I did that. Did it do scatting? It's Marcus. Oh, I cannot pronounce this last name. Arulis. Can you spell it? Meditation. A U R E L I U S. All right. Hey, look, there when I Googled meditations, it's the first thing that came up. Cool. It's a very, it's a very um, old book. And it has been only redone once. Interesting. And I have the, not the original copy, but I have like the original book um, mm -hmm. in the original writing. So it's interesting. When was it first published? So it's a collection of personal writings by Marcus Orlis. I'm not sure. He was a Roman emperor. emperor mm -hmm. A Roman emperor in stoic philosopher stoic philosopher oh mm -hmm. i'm tired i can't read <laughs> yeah it's it's really good i mean yeah. you know he says man a lot but you know i don't take that in a because we're all well technically we're all men we're all human we're all men kind of thing well and he man. was emperor of rome from the years 121 to 180 exactly so, right. so in his time <laughs> that makes sense Yes. Yeah. But it does apply to even today's standards and values and things. So 
interesting. It is yeah. very interesting. I'd have to check that out uh, when I have time to sit down and check out more books. Um, but I, I am very excited to read this book. Um, I think it's really going to, I hope it's going to hold my attention. I like flipping through the pages. It's interesting. I don't know if you noticed, Liz, Jen, I know you don't have your book yet, but when you flip through the pages, there's like a couple black pages that you come across. I've no, I have I have not opened the book at all since I got it. Yeah, there's like a there's just a couple black pages. Interesting. It's interesting because it seems as though when I flip to each black page, they all say June sixth. Hmm. Oh. Um. That must be a date of significance. It must yeah. be. So we'll you know obviously figure that out. Oh, I found one that says June seventh. Oh. Towards the end. Well, I mean, in the 7th. description of the book, it said they had 48 hours to figure out what they were going to do. True. Before. True. June 7th. Yeah. Yeah. That makes, makes sense. sense. Crazy. Yeah. yeah. So as we said, this book has 216 pages. Jens might have a little bit more. We don't know. How far do we want to read, guys? Well, I mean, 108 would be the midpoint, right? Mm-hmm. It would uh yeah where's that end tiffany but <laughs> this book isn't really in chapters it's split by those black pages whoa so i think we have to read to 129 okay it's either 129 or 19 <laughs> there's no black <laughs> well, I mean, page in between there i mean we could always just read until well, I guess 108 wouldn't be too much further off of 129, but yeah, an extra just find a good stop and stop between there. Yeah. yeah, let's just, let's go ahead and read to to 129. That'll put us at June 6th, the, the next black page for June 6th. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about this first half of the book. I think that'll be a good stopping point because from what I can tell, the the black pages are like sections but what if Jen has a, you know, because she has extra pages? What it's if cool. you're right? We'll, we'll figure. We'll it out. have to figure that out when she gets her book. If we, if when Jen gets her book and we realize that that's not going to work, we'll we'll just figure it out and explain it in our next episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Our listeners will understand. They will. They will. All right. Well, if you, if any of our listeners want to give us your opinion on this book if you've read it um if you have been avoiding it if you want to talk to us about other books that we've read other books that we should read if you want to give us feedback if you want to read us a bedtime story email us wobberpod at gmail.com um you can find us on instagram and tiktok wobberpod um yeah i think i got it all right i think so Yeah. yeah And our, I will I will admit our Instagram and TikTok have both been lacking. As we said in our last episode, the month of August was insane for all three of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully um, here for the month of September, we can really dive back into, into this. Right. And Liz has been working full-time plus an additional job. So yeah, Liz, uh, was, Liz had two jobs for the summer because she's crazy. Yeah. She's I'm super also mom. getting two more. Now she's <laughs> going to have 17 jobs. <laughs> on top of podcasting so make that paper <laughs> so join us next time where we will uh, talk about the first part i don't even know if i wouldn't say half but 
the first section of this book that we read (laughs) sounds good whatever part of the book that that is yeah it's gonna be a surprise for all of us so join us next time we look forward to chatting with you then bye bye everyone good boy Goodbye. We're insane.